I'm recording. Hey guys, this is Dan, and that's Rob. Hi. And uh, we have an apology to issue you. You see, sometimes in a man's life, <laughs> you go to record your podcast, and uh, instead of using the nice, expensive microphones, you accidentally record with the onboard mic for your laptop. Right, so but you're still talking to the nice microphones yeah. because you think they're working. Yeah, because <laughs> you still hear it in your headphones. Right. You dummy, it's just the wrong input. Right. Uh, so this episode doesn't sound as good as the others, um, and we apologize for that. Sorry. Sorry. Um, but it's but w- it's not that bad. And it, yeah, it's not. It, it's we're both luckily sitting pretty close to the mic, so you can hear us both pretty well. And I'm gonna do what I can to beef up the sound a little bit before we release it. And got it's a really good movie that we talk about, and it's it's a lot of fun. It's so much fun that we tried to re-record this episode. Yeah, and we couldn't recapture that. We magic. Could, no, no, <laughs> it's, it's a good app, and yeah. if you if you can tolerate slightly subpar sound quality, uh, you'll be rewarded. For sticking with us. I promise it will be better next time. Yes, it will. It, it better be. We have a guest next time. So. Yeah. And you're going to have to listen if you want to find out who that guest is. So enjoy the episode. Yeah. Have fun. Okay. And go. King me. King me? Baby. King me. Hi. Welcome to King me. I am Dan Gagliardi. I'm Rob Avon. And today we're talking about a movie about a car. (laughs) A very smart car, but a very mean car. Oh, the meanest car on the streets. And it's very deceiving because you look at the car and your first thought is this car looks a little bit like Lightning McQueen from the movie Cars. <laughs> oh, but it's no Owen Wilson, let me tell you. I've never seen Cars. I, is, I, I guess he's the voice of Lightning. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Lightning M. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, all right. <laughs> you, what do you mean you've never seen Cars? I've never seen it. You mean you weren't... Uh, <laughs> I wasn't... You weren't six years old in 2008? <laughs> I don't know why I've seen it. You know what? I mean, it is. It's older. It's like 15 years old. It is. And I don't remember why, but I saw it in a theater by myself. All right. I don't remember why, how I got there. Where you maybe dropped off. I, (laughs) yeah, I think so. (laughs) I think someone drugged me and then dropped me (laughs) off at the movies. They like threw you out of the van? (laughs) I got off off really easy. That's probably (laughs) the least that's ever happened to someone who's been drugged by another person. Yeah. (laughs) They picked me up, yeah, in a van, yep. draw me off at the movies, <laughs> picked me up 90 minutes later, took me straight home. Yeah, I'm usually on all those Pixar movies. I love them. I just watched that um, Inside Out. Well, let me tell uh, you, oh, that's a great movie. Uh, did you bro. cry? Yeah. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Multiple times. Yeah. It felt good to cry. Yeah, it, I felt like I was crying for the right reasons. Yeah, you know how like on a day-to-day basis, maybe you feel kind of like you got you got a sense of yourself. Yeah. And then this just plums up. Yeah. Just reaches down your throat and pulls up some childhood trauma that you didn't know about. Yeah. It's like, I never relocated to San Francisco. If you, if you showed this, uh, if you showed Inside Out to somebody and they, uh, the part with Bing Bong didn't, <sighs> didn't hit them emotionally. That's the Voight Kampf test. That's it. That's it. Like you're, you're uh, a you're replicant. Obvi- yeah, you're, you're obviously a, friggin- a sociopath. <laughs> you're a friggin' replicant. Get out of my country. Uh, so we're talking about Christine mm. uh, from 1983, directed by John Carpenter. Oh, fucking John Johnny Carpenter. C. I did not know this was a John Carpenter movie, which is why I hadn't seen it up to this point. I'm a big fan of John Carpenter, and this has his stink all over it. it that that wonderful fucking musk. <laughs> yeah. My concern going into it, my my big question about yep. finding out this was a John Carpenter movie. I know what it is. Will this will the score be in E minor and predominantly <laughs> synth driven? Right. And the answer is yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everything like, that isn't played through Christine's radio is, yeah, is E minor. Oh. Uh, John Carpenter loves E minor. And I love John Carpenter. Yeah, so. <laughs> 
transitive property tells us yeah. you love E minor. No, it's uh, I'm such a huge John Carpenter fan. I love even like even the not so good movies. Ghosts of Mars. That is one's it ghosts like, or vampires. It's ghosts. Okay, vampires alone is its own movie with James Woods. Mm-hmm. That's a John Carpenter movie. Okay, and Ghosts of Mars is the one with Ice Cube and Natasha Henstrich. I don't know. That sounds like you and Jason Statham. Sounds like you had to make up a last name on the spot, and you uh, she was... didn't take Improv One Hundred and One. <laughs> yeah, um, but John Carpenter is so like seventies and eighties John Carpenter. Is like primetime carpenter. Oh, goddamn. You got like the fog, the thing, escape from New York, just like hit all hit, the hit. all the thes that you oh, could ever want. Big trouble in little China. <laughs> that that is a friggin' cartoon caper of a film. It's I love that the movie. Best. <laughs> um but this like and I, I I use the word film. I yeah. think I consider this a film. Yeah. If we're gonna be if we're gonna be like that about it. Yeah, we should be. I I feel like there are two kinds of movies that we're tackling here. Mm-hmm. Like there are movies that we can go through. Yep. Um, movies that we have to go through in just like the order of the events. Right. They... And just kind of like comment on <laughs> the events of the movie. And then there are movies like this which I think we can dissect. Yeah. There are like ideas that lift this movie up mm-hmm. there's a lot going on here and <laughs> i'm very excited to talk about it um all right so right off the bat we meet our uh our our two main characters our our boys our boys our king boys uh dennis played by uh john stockwell and arnie played by uh keith gordon neither of whom according to imdb have aged very well. Oh, it's rough. <laughs> yeah. Guys, if you're listening, huge fans of your work. Yeah. Uh, love the movie. Keith, just go bald, man. Just <laughs> just shave just it. Let it happen. Yeah. You're, you're fighting a losing battle here. Uh, Keith Gordon from uh, Dress to Kill, a um, Brian De Palma. <clears throat> excuse me. Brian De Palma. Jesus, man. I Come know. on. Fuck. <laughs> and um, Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield. Oh. He plays Rodney's son. Who they share? They go to school together. <laughs> Spoilers, man. I know. Um, You're having a rough thirty seconds, <laughs> breaking all the rules. Uh, but Arnie's like Arnie's a big nerd. The, okay, I Arnie is such an interesting character to me. Not yeah, strictly let's get into it. Yeah. Okay, first of all, yep. Just uh, the petty stuff right off the bat. Yeah. Arnie's character arc. Mm-hmm. He starts off nerdy. Yeah. Um. He is swayed by this devil car and becomes increasingly cool, let's say. Yeah. Uh, however, his fashion choices, I feel like even for the time, were a little misguided. Like to the point where I was wondering if it was intentional, like, oh, this is a dork trying to be cool. Mm-hmm. Did okay. you get that vibe? Well, <clears throat> I wasn't sure if it was like, because, okay, the movie is is from 1983, but for some reason it's set in 1978. I don't know if you caught that. Oh, I did not catch that. It, it's in the very... All I noticed was that one part mm-hmm. said it took place in November, which yeah, I thought yeah. was a weird thing to include. Yep. It, like, it, it's so weird. The dates and the years, and they, they pop up and they disappear, and you could... It doesn't matter. You so yeah, yeah, yeah. easily miss them, and it has no bearing on the story whatsoever. Right. Like, the difference between 78 and 83, as far as, like, technology or yeah. anything, is, like, nothing. There... <laughs> There must have been, like, one person involved with the production of this movie who was like, no one's going to believe that this happened over such a short span of time. <laughs> well, the only the only theory was that – this is an interesting thing. Uh, a theory King, that exists outside of us? Yes. Okay. Um, Stephen King had not finished writing the book when this went into production. Really? Yeah. So it was happening same time. And one of the theories is that he started the book – in 1978 and it just oh. took them that long and whatever they just like when they were making the movie they're like i guess it's 1978 i don't know whatever <laughs> yeah doesn't matter right that's uh that's interesting yeah i like that because stephen king can't throw a little shit fit about the way this movie turned out right that's what that means <laughs> nor should he like it's a fine movie it's so good and because the premise is like so stephen king-ish with like inanimate objects coming to life we've yep. talked about it before 
it's his, it's one of his favorite things. It's one of his trademarks. Yeah. It's to just have something be the devil. Yeah. Um, he, I feel like he couldn't complain. Like, I feel like this problem, I haven't read the book and we don't talk about the books, but I feel like <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about the books. Yeah. yeah. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, we're not nerds. <laughs> we're no Arnie's. Yeah. We're no- <laughs> got to be a dentist. Not learning. Yeah. Although Dennis, Dennis is sort of like the, he's the all American. Yeah. He's like a, he's a good guy. Um, Solid wide receiver. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Was he a running back? It, he, no, he lined was a wide up. Receiver. Was he? Yeah. I feel like he lined up to be a running back and then just went out for a pass. You think, well, maybe. I, don't I mean, know. what? Hey, I don't know their playbook. I don't know either. Um, or anything else really about football. <laughs> I feel like a horse's ass right now because I jumped ahead too far into the movie. Yeah. We well, we didn't talk about the production line uh, for the car. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. All the right. first kill. Yes. Right out of the game. That, that should be a segment that we do is first kill. First kill. I like that. Right? All right. Welcome to first kill. <laughs> no, that makes it sound like a show within a show. It's not. It's not a show. It's just All a right. segment. Uh, that brings us to our first segment, first, first kill. kill. Great. All right. So the, the car is going down the production line, mm-hmm. and they're pretty much done at this point. A guy comes around, he lifts the hood, he's checking something, and he's not paying attention. Hood comes down, smashes his hand, mm-hmm. breaks his hand up. Then another guy, what auto worker, so whatever. Larry gets his hand broken. Curly gets in the car. <laughs> yeah. He get, the guy gets in the car, he's smoking a cigar, and he turns on the radio, and Buddy Holly is playing. Mm-hmm. And he's he ashes on the... It's covered in plastic, but it's the car seat. Yeah. And next shot is the car, uh, car coming down the line. A different guy is like, where's that music coming from? Opens the door. Guy, the cigar smoker, spills out. He's dead. First kill. Death by Buddy Holly. <laughs> Rock and roll. Mm. That must be pretty satisfying as Buddy Holly. Oh, yeah. Himself died, tragically. Right. Who yeah. was also murdered, murdered by, by a vehicle. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, so right out of the gate. This car means business. It's already killing people. Mm-hmm. It's and a bad I, car. And I did not I didn't understand like at first how did he kill that man in the car? I st- <laughs> I still don't think I understand. Well, the only thing I could think of because it happens later on is some sort of asphyxiation with the exhaust. Right. They mention it a few times with a few people, but mm-hmm. So first kill. Yeah, I'm unco- the rules of what the car <clears throat> can and can't do are a little unclear. Like it it's can make you choke on your sandwich. Car. Oh yeah, that was some silly business. <laughs> but yeah. So Arnie, Dennis, they um, it's the first day of school, mm-hmm. high school seniors. Oh, they're gonna run the school. Big men on campus. Now uh, Dennis, he's a he's a well-adjusted guy, as we said. He's on the football team. Uh, nice. He's friends with Arnie. Uh, presumably, they're childhood friends. Yeah, that's the vibe you get, right? Because Arnie is a square uh, with helicopter parents. Yeah, he's under lock and key. Uh, but his parents are—they're pretty bummer. insufferable. Yeah. yeah, you're not even that upset when he chokes his father. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> that was pretty upsetting. If I'm being honest, I did not like that. It was like it was intense. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so first day of school, they're dri- uh, <clears throat> Dennis is driving Arnie to school because Arnie doesn't have a car, we find out. Right. Uh, and Dennis and Arnie are talking about how Arnie needs to get laid. Right. Uh, we got to get you laid, Arnie. And I couldn't tell if he was being facetious, but it didn't seem like it. But did he not? And maybe I'm misremembering. Okay. Did he not make some sort of comment about how he carries his whole life between his legs? Is that what he says? There's some allusion like to Arnie yeah. having a massive cock. Yeah. Like, which, fine. Um, it's never referenced again, any other time. But <laughs> the whole, the rest of the movie, I'm like, this guy's got the biggest dick on the block. Possibly the neighborhood. <laughs> you, you couldn't focus on the movie. No, I like, yeah. <laughs> every like, when are, when are we going to yeah. talk about this <laughs> elephant cock yeah. in the room? <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. No, it was definitely like and. Okay, I I don't want to like. How do you want to do this episode? Because I want to get into like the themes. Let's the, let's talk about them. The tropes yeah. that get 
kind of not turned on their ear, but certainly like explored yes. pretty deeply. All right. Well, so, okay. Go ahead. Um, Arnie is the male version of the, uh, the, the female trope of like nerdy girl who, when you take her glasses off and put her hair down, right. becomes hot shit. Right. That's why I thought they gave him a big dick. i thought that was part of that all right um i also i don't know if at that point in 1983 if that was a trope yet no i I don't i don't know because like when i I think of that i think of like 16 candles yeah john hughes and stuff and that's just like about yeah i guess so and i don't know enough to like trace it farther back than that but knowing what we know now, right. it's interesting to look at it, sure. given that this trend follows it. Right. Uh, so I'm still right mm-hmm. to want to mention it. Uh, he, yeah. So, like, he's basically, he's the male version of that. And, like, it's so interesting to see how, like, differently their fates play out. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, you do, you have two virgin characters in this movie, which is another horror trope. Yep. Like, the virgin always lives. And the girl virgin does live. Yeah. But the boy virgin is killed by his virginity, essentially. Uh, all right. He's horned up. Kind he's of, well, almost like uh, Christopher Walken in the Dead Zone, where he yeah. Was oh my god, his virginity. <laughs> that was the last movie we did, yeah, and yeah. I didn't connect that. <laughs> yeah. So this is two movies in a row where our male virgin uh, is punished for virginity. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And. I don't want to jump too far ahead, but like yeah, yeah. the way it ends, he kind of loses her his virginity in a very symbolic way. Oh, uh, can I can I speak to that, or do you want to hold off on it? Uh, let's let's hold. I off. feel like that's tantalizing because even if you know what the ending is, yeah. as a listener, you're probably maybe thinking, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Yeah, yeah. that's let's, the look on your face. So. Yeah, I, well, um, I, I I think I know where you're going. With yeah, it, there's but I'm write I mean, it down. there's two very strong symbolic. Things that happen. Okay. Um, but yeah, right. basically. Arnie's fate. Arnie's fate uh, as a poon hound in heaven or hell. <laughs> right. He's a poon hound in hell. <laughs> right. Um, that Pixar film. <laughs> <laughs> no, you know what? That's a Disney animation, but it's not Pixar. It's a, they, they, Disney computer animated. It's not a DreamWorks. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, that. <laughs> Those bums. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, um, I don't know. I thought it was really, really interesting that, uh, he's kind of, it's like a coming of age story where the process of coming of age kills the character. So let's go into the coming of age thing. Okay. How, how does he go from nerd? Sure. Zero to hero and then villain? Is he ever the hero? I thought it was a steady downward slope for him. I felt like for a second, he was like, I'm, I'm getting some self-confidence. I've got a girl. And... I've got a hobby. Yeah. Yeah. He's got like, he's kind of reoriented his life in a way that like, uh, he's, he's doing things for himself instead of because of what his parents want him to do. Right. And what, so, yeah. and what everybody else is like, like, cause he's, he's just being pushed around by, by everybody. Really? Yeah, those three bullies, including disgusting version of John Travolta guy. Oh, that one bully. Yeah, he uh, was. Rand, was it Randy? Foul, buddy. Oh, <laughs> that thirty-five-year-old man <laughs> who was <laughs> yeah. a senior in high school. Oh man, I did not like his whole deal. He <laughs> seemed very unclean. <laughs> not. <laughs> I. We got to that. Uh, like he brought his own switchblade to set. <laughs> right. This is the vibe he put on. Um, we have, uh, well, Kelly Preston was in this movie. You know, she was the blonde who's like in the beginning, who's making eyes at Dennis. Yeah. That's Kelly Preston. That's John Travolta's current wife. Wow. Travolta. Carrie. What a. Christine. Bringing it all around. Oh my God. She's got to be one of the most beautiful beards on the planet. (laughs) If you're going to get a beard. (laughs) Get a Preston. Right. You're gonna want to. You're, you're gonna want to spend that extra money. <laughs> you could you could throw a TM on the end of that. If you're gonna get a beard, make it a Preston. Um, I wrote down here. It's like the evil version of Grease. Yeah, yeah, kind of like the Grease Lightning. Kind of like it he, picks up the car. And he's like, Sandra D. And yeah, yeah. This, it's <laughs> it's like it's a real like 
it's very much like there are a lot of plot like there's points a, that are twisted from yeah, Greece that are used here. There's so much like Americana yes. and like it's well the car itself. Yeah, well, yeah. So the car is like the, it's a Plymouth something or other. It's a '57 uh, Plymouth Fury. Yeah, I think it's called. It's a beautiful cherry red, fucking classic looking it's car. A sweet ride. It, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty pretty cool car. Um, and yeah, this is the first. I wonder if this is like the first time that um, the music of that period was old enough that it was creepy to use. Yeah. Did that did you did that occur to you? Because I've been thinking about that since I watched it. I don't because he kind I, I'm trying to think it I don't know if it was the the music being from that era or the way it's used specifically. Yeah. The, I mean the, and that's a thing the music that, coming out of um, Christine's radio is very much used like communication. Yeah, it's like oh, sure, the yeah. car is, and that's a thing that Stephen King recycles. I know at least once again in fourteen oh eight. Is that the name of that movie? Yeah, there's that one song that keeps playing on the yes, radio yes, that yes. we've only just begun song, which is very creepy, very effective, <laughs> very, so super creepy. So here we're seeing the birth of a trope within Stephen King movies, possibly. Um, so to make a trope, we hit on the we touched on those bullies, which is another Stephen King. He he's all about having like having bullies pick on like a, like a significantly weaker uh, character, mm. and then having those bullies get die their come up in horrendous yeah. ways. Oh man, like yeah, all of them yeah. died really terribly. Yeah, Buddy especially, I think. Buddy, the leader of the gang. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, that was like, <laughs> uh, the, and also the coolest scene of the movie. It's I I I was kind of embarrassed that it was just like. Wow, <laughs> that's freaking cool, man. Um, uh, what, what do you make of the part when uh, they're having the fight in shop class? You know, and like it, it, <laughs> he cuts before, the yogurt. No, well, I like that. <laughs> before, yeah, well, after he cuts the yogurt, before the teacher gets there, they get into it, and Dennis like steps in. There's like scuffle, or whatever, and the the fat kid grabs his dick. And yeah, squeezes? yeah. I was like, well, I know what kind of movie this is. Like, <laughs> it, it's just there's like That's... sexuality is everything in this movie. It's so charged. Yeah, um, so, I thought that was just a like kind of a an interesting take on like bullies. <laughs> yeah, well, like I mean, it's a little on the nose, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, but it, it's a good detail, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, but John Carpenter. He gets it, man. He's he's, he's, he's a got a gift. Fucking master. Isn't he working on something now? Um, I mean, on his IMDb page, it probably says like yeah. untitled project. No, it might have a title. I feel like I heard about something going into production, or at least pre-production. Something. 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 I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, no, it says nothing. <laughs> it has the last movie that's on here is The Ward, which. Is obviously about uh, Burt Ward. Ward. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Don't look it up. We both said it. Therefore, it must be true. How would we both have known to tell the same lie? Um. All right. So, bullies. All right. Dick grabbing bullies. They step on Arnie's glasses. Fuck him up a little bit. It's it's uh very classic bullying techniques. Yeah. But then the ride home, they drive past the fucking old man's uh, yard. Yes, a a very Stephen Kingish townie. Yeah, very. Just, like, is, is it a back brace that he's wearing, or like a whole I torso couldn't brace? Tell. I, it looked like what I imagine football players wore when, like, from the era when they also wore leather helmets. Right. It seemed like equipment for something. I didn't know what. I'd never seen that before, and I doubt I ever will again. It was it was almost like a like a corset, but without any of the. Ties it was like it was like metal. It looked like the uh, shell of a life preserver. Yeah, like a life vest that had no foam in it. Like you'd sink if you were wearing that life vest. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I don't know. He's the frailest old man, and they they find this beat up old Christine. Yep. Uh, and Arnie is—he just falls in love with this. Infatuated, loves it yes. from like from the start. 
Even it, though it's like a rust bucket, it's got nothing. Mm-hmm. And Arnie's like, "This is this is my car." Guys, like, give it to you for three. I was trying to sell it for three hundred, but yeah. yeah, give it to you for two fifty. My brother died in it. <laughs> no, well, he doesn't. No, he doesn't say he that. He doesn't say. He's like, used to be my brother's. He died. He died. That was it, right? Yeah. We find in out. The car. <laughs> yeah, we find out that he died in the car <laughs> after uh, the car had already killed his wife. And his, and his kid. Daughter? His daughter, yeah. yeah. Fucking. I don't know, man. Guys, this is a real evil car. Yeah. It's a <laughs> this real... is a car with a heart of shit. Yeah. It's a real badass car. <laughs> <laughs> so he buys, he buys a car off Hey, guy. would you fuck Christine the car? <laughs> the car? Yeah. Yeah. Would you put your... Would you... Would you... Would you, would you, would you fuck, fuck that? Would you fuck this car? Bro, <laughs> bro, one of uh, yes or no? I already said yes. Okay, not emphatically <laughs> enough for my liking. Keith Gordon mm-hmm. said that um, he fucked the car. One of the things, well, almost uh, one what? of the things about the car, oh, well, acting and like how he wanted to like um, be perceived or whatever. Um, one of the things he would imagine is every time he touched the car, it was like he was touching a different part of a woman. Mm. I um, think that's a good acting technique. Yeah. It's a good thing to, uh, and I, th- I but, bet that would happen. It's the kind of thing that would happen literally in a Stephen King novel. Yes. Um, and at the end, well, when we talk about, uh, Arnie's, Arnie's demise, fate, yeah. yeah, there's, there's a part that is mm-hmm. very specific to that. This is, uh, yeah, no, I know the part. Yeah, and okay. I was like, I see what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, this you got is it. very good, very suggestive. <laughs> so he gets the car and he goes to um, uh, Darnell's auto body. Mm. Do it your fucking self. <laughs> that guy, the guy. <laughs> that DIFY garage. <laughs> Do it. Uh, yeah. DIYFS. Yeah. Uh, um, Dyfus. That, right. <laughs> The guy from Mrs. Doubtfire. Mm-hmm. The guy who he runs the the public access network. Right. Yeah. He's, the he's guy got a real foul mouth. And he's movie. so sweet in Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. He's a good actor. I was betrayed <laughs> by this man I consider like sort of a father <laughs> figure, a daddy of sorts. Daddy, daddy. No. <laughs> so. Yeah, he brings this car in, and this guy just right out of the gate is like, get the fuck out. Yeah, like, I don't like your fucking, your face. <laughs> I don't like your jerk-off face. Yeah. <laughs> he he flat says, he's like, I know a creep when I see one. And, and you look like one. <laughs> and he's right. He ends up being right. He does end up being but right. But not before having, like, a conflicted, tumultuous relationship with this young man. Yeah, they have a scene later on when, um, like, Arnie is taking parts out of Darnell's, like, it's just a junkyard. Yeah. Yeah, it's a like um, if you've ever seen Making a Murderer, it's it's, it's a total uh, it's an Avery, Avery joint. Yeah. yeah, the only difference is Darnell doesn't whip his dick out at anyone. Right. You know? um, I've since come around and I'm positive Stephen Avery is quite guilty. You think so? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, um, the uh, his defense attorneys are going to be in Red Bank. You can ask them that. I'm, if I'm asking anything to Dean String, it's for his hand in in holy matrimony. <laughs> yeah. And also for heart, him to adopt me. Internet heartthrob. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to ask him to marry and adopt me. <laughs> he gets it all. <laughs> Strang gets what he wants and then some. <laughs> I I am fascinated by everybody else's fascination. The country's fascination with Dean. You don't get it? No, I know. I get it. All right. I, I, I'm on board. I love it. Um, but I'm also like, I think it's funny, like. The whole country is just like this. This guy, yeah, he had. There were two guys on that defense. Yeah, uh, no, team. no, poor but, Jerry. But, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Jerry, whose name, like, for the first, I don't know. I watched this uh, with my girlfriend, and every time we talk about it, I'd have to ask who the other guy was. <laughs> like while we were watching, it. who's that guy? You know, His name, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dean doesn't need this guy. He should break off and go solo. Yeah, he's holding him back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's so weird that something in the collective unconscious yeah. was uh, titillated by this very average man. <laughs> he's such, he's, he's just, a, just a good, normal-looking guy. Just like a, a Midwestern dad. 
<laughs> yeah. My initial assessment of him, like my knee jerk reaction was this man is this as a father is stern, but fair. <laughs> yeah. You get that vibe. Mm-hmm. Like he, uh, he'd like, if his daughter was seeing a guy, he'd be like worried about it, but only privately, like he wouldn't pull any of that alpha bullshit. Right. It was like, you break her heart. I break your right. neck. Doesn't pull the kid into like, yeah. his study. Yeah. No, he's like fucking study in his house. Yeah. A nice, yeah, nice like study. A nice study. Mm-hmm. With one, like a, uh, an office chair, but it's, it's leather and it's got, it's got those rivets in it. Oh. Yeah. 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 Mm. Like a, like an old time banker. Or yeah. Something. And he probably sits in it with no pants on. Oh, God, you got to naked hope, right? from the waist down. <laughs> He's ultimate power court, move. <laughs> yeah. Court attire from the waist up, but below the belly button. Cause yeah. he wears short, short shirts and jackets <laughs> and high waisted pants. Yep. Letting yep. that average size dick hang. <laughs> Kinda. <laughs> A little bit. Just regular sized. Oh, gotta hang that string. Hang that string. Um, so, okay. So, Junkyard Darnells. But there was a really nice moment when Darnell was like, um, offered, a, offered Arnie a job. He's like, you know, if you... You clean up around here, you sweep up, and you do some stuff. You can have, you know, whatever you want. Jerk off. Yeah. yeah. But then Arnie's like, well, you know, I got to think about it. And, like, yeah, and Darnell, he, yeah. like, he, you up to see, this like, point, yeah. his defenses down, and he was like, oh, God, I like this kid. He's got a lot of moxie. He's putting all his time into the car. And, uh, and he's like, you know, I'll make him this offer, and how could he possibly right. say yeah. anything but yes? And then the kid's like, I'll oh, think about it. And then he's like, well, don't fucking think about yeah. it yeah walls right back up yeah that was hard for me that yeah. moment actually i felt very hard for uh what's his name darnell. darnell yeah i was trying to think of his real name i don't know why we were pretty comfortable calling him darnell robert prosky prosky mm. yeah. Yeah. um very unimportant yeah darnell darnell yeah and that was a, a real moment of betrayal and i felt for him yeah oh and um just real quick, the best smell in the world is new car smell. The best smell in the world is yeah. new car smell. Or uh, or pussy, according to the guy that sold Arnie the car. <laughs> <laughs> and they're one and the same. Yeah. That new... Oh, I guess I, yeah, never mind, never mind. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, so even car, if you, even yeah, if you did that it, perfectly, yeah, yeah, I don't yeah. think it would have been worth it. Yeah, it's not. Um. The new girl in school, mm. um, who's actually Lee. Lee, who later on in her career uh, was on Baywatch. I saw that in yeah. her IMDb. Yeah. She looked familiar to me, and I don't know why. It's not Baywatch. I didn't watch <laughs> Baywatch reruns growing think, up. Did anybody actually watch Baywatch? Um, it was harder to get porn in a discreet way. But, like, I don't know. I guess it's a weird, it's a weird thing. The eighties were, that's like what the eighties were all about. But Baywatch was the nineties. Was it? Yeah. Yeah. I have no explanation then. Yeah. Baywatch in my experience existed only so that people can make parodies about it. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds right. And again, hindsight's everything. Right. Yeah. Um, So Lee, all the guys in school are like trying to, trying to pick up Lee and whatever. And Dennis approaches her and he's like, you want to go out tonight on Friday night? And she's like, I can't. I she's a date. Yeah. She was, I don't know. What? She's, she's a weirdo, this yeah. Lee. Yeah. There, she, everybody was all about Lee. They loved her. Mm. But she, the, I don't think she had enough uh, going on. She's kind of boring, right? A little boring. Yeah. She's, Not even because she won't put out. Well, <laughs> that doesn't help anything. Oh. <laughs> um, she's a... She's a regular Connie Palermo. <laughs> uh, that's uh, if there's a drinking game for this show, drink. Every time we bring up Connie Palermo, yeah, and how she won't, uh, yeah, drink twice if I mention how she won't let me feel her tits. <laughs> One for each tit. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, she's just kind of like she. I, she's very beautiful, but like. Not a lot going on. He's yeah. like, hey, what are you reading? And she's like, history. History. 
<laughs> what? All of it? <laughs> Come on. Oh. <laughs> You're like... <laughs> oh, that vague term. Sure. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, to be fair, she probably also wasn't interested in talking to him. Yeah, this on. is a very uh, male perspective we're providing. Ugh. Yeah. We're really showing our strings on this one. <clears throat> oh, man. Is that is that the new uh, euphemism? <laughs> isn't that the isn't that that uh, show on FX about the virus, the strings? <laughs> the strings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, the one that the uh, one that puts people in like high waisted jeans. If they get the virus, they go out and buy high waisted jeans. Start talking like Bob Odenkirk. Get get uh, a pair of glasses and sensible haircut. <laughs> <laughs> Low maintenance haircut. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I gotta be concerned with my hair. I gotta. I'm all business, all right. Uh, yeah, so, no, Lisa. She's a real. She's, she's okay. a wet mop. Yeah, yeah. But blanket, wet blanket. Yeah. I. She's a so fucking bad with. My, like a, she's a wet mop and a, a yeah. dirty blanket, or <laughs> she's a wet mop and a dirty pillow. Um, I don't know. So then the football game. Which the bullies, I, I thought this was weird. The bullies attended. <laughs> to the, cheer for the other team. Yeah. That was like, that's was not so what weird. real bullies do. No. Real bullies go and huff paint. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> they, they don't go to the game yeah. to be contrarian. That's not what bullies are. <laughs> I thought, yeah. Bullies they, aren't out to do like the opposite of what everyone else is doing. It's yeah. like, oh, no one else picks on people. Let's pick on people. This guy pulled a knife on <laughs> Arnie and Dennis earlier in the yeah, movie. He's and, a, and now he's being just like... He's, he's like, boom! Oh, yeah, just being a scamp or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, these rascals, they're, they're just being jerks. Hey, boys, I got an idea. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Like, they had to they had to meet up. They were like, let's go to the game and root for the other team. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea, buddy. Yeah, they're like in the middle of all stabbing the same person. They're like, wait, 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 wait. Isn't the game starting soon? Oh, we got to get over there. Leave the knives. We'll come back for them. <laughs> yeah. But, so, they, but um, that's when it's revealed that Lee has a date with Arnie. The now uh, cruising Arnie. Cool ass Arnie. Yeah. Who's, uh, you know what he seemed like? He seemed like, uh, it, like he could have been like a Nathan Fielder thing. Like he what seemed like an, it, the character of Nathan mm-hmm. on Nathan for you. Yeah. Like, that could be his, an approximation of him trying to be cool. So If he was like, I studied Guy Fieri. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Also, like... Rolling in a classic car. I have a jacket with weird, a collar Yeah, a, a leather vest with a leather shirt under it kind of thing. Also, like, his hair was so big. Yeah. It he, seemed like he was wearing a pompadour-shaped helmet. And he didn't need glasses anymore. No. Yeah. He couldn't see. Another walk-in thing. This is two in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't fucking... Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're, earlier... We're learning from each other. <laughs> earlier in the movie when they were fighting and he got his glasses stepped on, they got knocked off and he was doing that thing where he's like... My, my glasses! Eyes. I can't see without my glasses! And he's like, so I can't see. And he's feeling around with his hands and shit. And then he and grabs then... the bully's junk. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, up his leg. <laughs> but somehow fixing that car also fixed his eyesight. Mm. He found new eyes at Darnell's <laughs> junkyard. Do you think it was like a trade-off he had with the car? I don't like, know. What... You scratch my back, I scratch yours. Kind I, of thing. I, I, it wasn't. Can't even it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, but one of the bullies is like, I know where he keeps that car. The and so they go out. Is that? Then they hit. The... Well, you missed the part where uh, Dennis sees oh, yeah, Arnie okay. on a date with Lee. And he gets wiped out. <laughs> yeah, that almost breaks his back. Yeah, <laughs> that almost permanently paralyzes him. The devastating blow of seeing your best friend with your best girl. Ooh. Not his best girl. Just some girl yeah. who he yeah. was only interested in as like a matter of sport. Because his friends were like, "You should ask her out." See, that's what sort of... when. Like, I think that everybody is was holding Arnie back, even Dennis. Yeah. Like, ju- that reaction Well, yeah, because Dennis kind of, like, not, like, infantilizes him, but, like, little brothers him. Very much. Very much. To the point where, like, at the beginning of the movie, I thought Arnie might have been younger. Yeah. 
because he was just so like, hey, kid, tussling his hair but even, kind of thing. Like that moment when he's like, oh, my God, Arnie is with this the hottest girl in school. I can't believe it so much that I'm going to get paralyzed right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get Friday night lights. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. For your friend to be that like surprised, yeah, <laughs> you're like, uh, like I guess, and then to spend the rest to, of the movie yeah. like kind of cop and feels, yeah, they were feeling each other a little bit. Well, but. there there was uh, there was a, a subplot where they hooked up, Dennis and Lee. In the in did the, I miss that? No, well, no, no, they, they oh, cut it's it cut. From the movie, okay, but it was in there. Okay, so that's kind of where the the, the arm the around little, the back when they're yeah. in like the big construction thing. Yeah. Yep. What is that machine called? Bulldozer? Is it a bulldozer? Yeah, I think so. With the the one that lifts, though, and drops dirt? Yeah, like the scoop thing in the Yeah, it's called a bulldozer. Yeah. I thought a bulldozer was more like a snowplow for knocking over structures. Statues of Saddam Hussein. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. That's okay. I I work in construction, and I'm not sure. Yeah, that's why I was was really hopeful. I work in the office, though. (laughs) I know. Yeah, but your job is to go to construction sites and make sure everything's okay. How can you check off the box that says that that machine's working okay (laughs) on your very simple sheet of paper on your clipboard? I guess I've been found out now. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I'm talking about. Let's start the episode over. Um, Uh, That's interesting to know, though, because, like, it definitely – I mean, like – I kind of, I like it without it more. Yeah, I think it's much more interesting. Yeah, I, it also completely changes the message of the movie. Yes. Yeah. Um, Wait, for the better, I think. I think it's kind of nice that it's like if you develop this kind of like objectifying infatuation mm-hmm. with something, yeah. it's gonna destroy you. Yeah. But if you can just keep it cool and human and platonic, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be okay. You yeah. can help kill your best friend. That <laughs> you could just be friends helping friends kill friends. <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, it, that is kind of like the heartwarming silver lining of this whole tragic tale. Yeah, for me at least. Yeah, it's I thought nice. that was I thought it was nice. It's a rare instance of like a humanized woman in an old horror movie. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's rare. John Carpenter's actually fairly good at that. I feel like like Jamie Lee Curtis, she's a human being. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Barbeau in The Fog is, like, very much. Definitely. She's a full-fledged character. Yep. So, way to go, Carpenter. Yeah. Batting a thou, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the bullies destroy uh, Arnie's car. And yeah, they – well, this is – they go to the drive-in first, and they're, oh, right. they're, they're hooking up in the car, and she's like, no, we can't. She goes full-on, full-tilt Connie Palermo. Yep. Yeah. She, Stop feeling my tits. We're done here. I, we're not gonna. We're not gonna fuck in that car. The car creeps me out. And this is the first time that any like any mention of the car creeping anybody out. Um, it doesn't happen up until that point. Yeah. Well, I, I no was one's a little out of nowhere. I thought so too, and I feel like she caught on long before everyone else and was way too comfortable telling people, I think this car is the devil. <laughs> right. Right. Like she just straight goes to Dennis and is like, yeah. We can both agree, right, that this, this car is the devil. This car is possessed. Mm-hmm. It's a demon car. <laughs> um, uh, like, if someone came up to me, especially, like, if my best friend were involved, I'd be like, what the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, what do you say? I'd be about? way more concerned about the person than the object. What do you mean devil car? <laughs> yeah. When you say devil car, yeah. what are you talking about? Um, and <laughs> there is that moment in the car where uh, she straight up is like, Christine is a girl. Yeah. Like he's like, uh, he's like, uh, you're only supposed to get jealous of other girls. Yeah. yeah. Says Christine, is Christine is another girl. Yeah. And then, uh, one of the windshield wipers breaks, he gets out of the car. And at that moment, she's like taking a bite out of a hamburger or something. And, starts, and then like, the light gets so bright coming out of the radio that she chokes on her burger. It started playing little Richard. Um, you keep on knocking, but you can't come in. Mm. Yeah. Which was, was great. I love I, all the musical uh, cues. I, I kind of dug. Them I wonder <laughs> if this would end up being like my favorite Stephen King book. Cause like uh, the, the hokey, not, I shouldn't say hokiness. That's not fair. Yeah. Cause I really like this movie, <laughs> right. um, but like sort of that um, it's almost cartoonish to have like a murder car. It is. Right. Right. So it's like that cartoonish. Premise. Yeah. It's built into the premise though. It's not like the shining where everything is just like kind of, standard like ghostly shit right. 
and then the hose is chasing someone down the hallway and then the hedge maze comes to life. Right. Like it's it, from the get go, you're you know, you're in for a car that has a mind of its own. <laughs> right. So you if you accept that baseline reality, like you can take everything else for granted. So I like I like these musical cues. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, the musical cues, they're I just look, they're fantastic. I love them. So she's choking. The light gets so bright. I, I thought that scene it looked so cool. When like yeah. she's like she's choking in the car and the light is so yeah. bright. There were a couple really really good shots of that shot and when he chokes his dad. I thought like yeah, it it was like. It looked like um, you were holding a flashlight under your chin to tell a ghost story. <laughs> yes. was, they were lit from underneath. So cool. Yeah, very effective. But yeah, so um, she starts choking. Um, a guy gets into the car, pulls her out, gives her the Heimlich maneuver. And he freaks out. He freaks out. He's like, hey, get your hands off my woman. Yeah. And she's like, I was choking and he gave me the Heimlich. And he's like, I could have given you the Heimlich. Right. <laughs> so then he drops, the, uh, drops her off and then he drops the car off at Darnell's. And that's when the bullies break into Darnell's and just smash fuck the it up. fuck out of that car. Mm-hmm. Just really destroy it. So then the next day when Arnie and uh, Lee go to, they're like, he's like apologizing, sorry, yeah. overreacted, blah, blah, blah. He has to like convince her to go into the garage with him. Yeah. She doesn't want to go in. She doesn't like the car. Sees the car destroyed. He freaks out. Um, his parents agree to like help him get a new car they're like we'll get you a new car yeah we feel bad and he is a baby <laughs> you you don't like my car you, yeah it like, was like it was very much like that were there were a couple leaps it's my car like her well, acknowledging the sentience of the car was a leap for me and him being like Everyone hates my frigging car but that was that him he's being like possessed by the car right yeah That's, okay Okay, <laughs> that's fine. But that, like, it's that it's like what you were talking about before. It's the obsession over, yeah, you know, this mm-hmm. object, yeah, um, slash objectification of a woman. Right. It's, it's very loaded. It's, I really yeah. like this movie. Yeah, yeah. And that that's when he chokes his dad, right? Yeah, that chokes after, his dad. Yeah, <laughs> curses his mom out real yeah. good. Chokes go, his dad, and then is like. Yourself. And then it's like, I'm going upstairs. Not like I'm leaving the house. Yeah, it's like, I'm just, going up to my tower. Yeah, I'm going to my room. <laughs> yeah. I'm a dangerous person. Yeah. And I live with you. <laughs> if any, yeah, if anyone needs me, I'll be upstairs doing push-ups. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, so good. <laughs> yeah. So the car, I think at that point, is taking upon itself to start killing. Well, wait. The, <sighs> then we get that amazing scene where the car regenerates. Oh, yeah. I was very impressed by that. Well, I, I had to look into it because it looks Hydraulics. so goddamn good. Yeah. It it doesn't look like crinkled metal that uh, got pushed back out and you can still see where the dents were. It looks shiny fucking new. So That's from Bad Boys 2. <laughs> um, how that was achieved was they made it out of uh, plastic and they had all the hydraulics. And when they filmed it, they filmed it uh, fully, you know, car. So they sh- and then they played it backwards, it, and then they play the film in reverse. Brilliant! It looks so good. It does. It's really great. And he's like, and that's when that's also when Arnie is like, full on like, I know this car is a sentient. Being. Is that the part where he's, he's in the he's, garage and the engine fixes itself? And he's like, show me what you got, and the lights come on. Yep, that was really cool. That, great shot. One perfect shot. Uh there are <laughs> no, there are two perfect shots in this movie. Okay. The other one is when um, the two of them are in the car toward the end of the movie, the part where Dennis starts crying in the car. Yes. And the way the light, the lens flare, it's yeah. those two perfect, like, horizontal yeah, lines. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I, it's, I uh, just paused the movie and looked at it because yeah. it was so beautiful. <laughs> so fucking good. Oh, man. So now, now the car is on, and it's unclear whether Arnie's in the car or not. When it kills the bullies, when, it, when it's killing the bullies, he's not. I thought because he has alibis, doesn't he? He has alibis the second time, but I don't know uh, about when uh, he takes out the first kid. When it slowly crushes him against like the loading, <laughs> yeah. part. I feel like that was the car. Okay, because that is so like 
slow and deliberate, and yeah. I feel like he's not there yet. All right. He doesn't. I thought the whole thing was like he doesn't get there till the end of the movie. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Where he's not like full tilt in it. Yeah. Like possessed. Mm-hmm. Car possessed. Yeah. Yeah. So the car is killing these bullies. Crushes the the one kid first, and that's when the next day we get. Um, Harry Dean Stan. Mm. The de- Detective Harry Dean Stan. Detective Junkin. That's his name. <laughs> oh, Rudolph Junkins. Yep. Yeah. Um, and he's like, he's asking about the car and whatever. Being a re- he's he's good at his job. I gotta say, he is good. I was like, if this guy came up to me, I'd tell him everything he wanted to know. <laughs> he's speaking the language. He's yeah. I, he seemed genuinely interested in the car. He was good at his job. He's great. Yeah. Um, but he's like, you know, did you know about this kid who got killed? And he's like, and Arnie's basically like, well, you know, people get what they deserve. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, he says they had to shovel his legs out and he goes, well, that's what you do with shit, right? You shovel it. Fuck man. That's <laughs> someone's dead. Heavy shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, but is, is this, that, no, no, go on. It, I mean, Stephen King, he hates bullies. Yeah. You feel like this came from his heart a yes. little bit. Truly hates bullies. And I'm not siding with bullies, but I do think it's sad when someone dies. Especially yeah. like a kid who could have potentially turned his life around. Yeah. To be fair, he wasn't gonna. He was a <laughs> he was a real slum dog and uh yeah. not the millionaire kind. Yeah. Uh, and then that night, uh they go out. The car goes out again, looking for the other bullies. Oh man, it's great. Oh man, Buddy picks up the one kid with the big hair, who's also in Ghostbusters. He he's in the beginning when um, uh, Bill Murray is doing that electric shock test. Is that him? Yeah. No, that's him. Oh, I gotta rewatch Ghostbusters. Anyway, so uh, he picks up that kid first, and they see a car that's like riding their ass. And they start like fucking yeah. with the car, and they're like, oh, "Can't we can't get this car off?" He of thinks us. he's way too clever for what oh he tries. Yeah, he's yeah. like, "I got an idea, he's boys. Like, yeah, <laughs> prepare to have your minds blown." Then he throws his arm over the passenger seat and slowly backs up. Yep. And like increasingly fast, but he never tops ten miles an hour. No. So the car follows them to a gas station where, where they the realize other friend works, the redhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, they realize whose car it is. It's that Cuntingham. Cuntingham. Is that Cunningham's? <laughs> Cuntingham's car? The grossest kind of ham. Ugh. I don't like it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. The car s- demolishes the car that they were in. They're out of the car. Right. They, oh, no, wait. They get out of the car and... But it does kill one of them, yeah. right? Yeah. Buddy, like the head, John Travolta The mutton leader. Shop, yeah. Yeah. He's like he's yelling at the car and whatever, and Ghostbusters kid is like standing next to Buddy's car, mm. and Christine rams into Buddy's car, crushing that kid, and then but and then puncturing, keeps plowing into the car, puncturing the gas tank in the other in Buddy's car, mm-hmm. and the gas starts going everywhere, and the redhead kid is in the garage where the gas is spilling out around then, his feet, yeah, and yeah. then big explosion. Boom. That kid dies. Buddy's still hanging on. He right. sees his, sees two of his friends die. Yeah, and he's, he's like, like, I better get out of yeah, here. I better skedaddle. Mm-hmm. And then Christine <laughs> on fire. On fire. It so was so good. cool. <laughs> it was so fucking cool. Again, yes. embarrassed by how cool I thought it was. But it's like, it's a, a demon-possessed car that's on fire. Yeah. It's like... It, it's what can perfect. you do? Yeah. yeah, and it's just like, oh man, it was like a tattoo come to life. Yeah, and uh, it, it chases Buddy down. It straight. mows him down, and he catches fire in being mowed down and dies, burning to death in right. the street horribly. Yeah, um, love it. <laughs> <laughs> love that death. Uh, uh, so, um, let's let's jump ahead to that scene with. Uh, Arnie and Dennis in the car. Mm-hmm. They got a six pack of beer yeah. like you used to do. So I, I, Lee broke up with him at this point, I think. Right. Like they're not together anymore. I think not because he says to Detective Stanton. Oh, uh, yeah. Right. He laughs a lot and says, she's not my girlfriend. Right. She, this car is my girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> I have sex with this car. Right. Which is a real kind of person. 
that's a, a real fetish. Mm. Yeah. So this is two movies now where people had their sexual awakening because of some dumb shit that happened. Right. On this and The Shining. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Furries and I don't know the name for this one because I don't even believe it's real. I would say uh, objectivists. Those are the Ayn Rand people. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, we'll look up. We'll look that up later. Uh, no, we won't. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Are you? I might. You have work tomorrow. You can't be looking stuff up. <laughs> can't be looking up fetish porn. <laughs> uh, so, but there he already picks up Dennis in in the car, and Dennis is like very unnerved by Arnie at this point. Arnie is like, he looks like. Shit. Sallow. Yeah. He's got bags under his eyes. Yeah. Dark, dark circles around his eyes. And he's the like, life is ostensibly ostensibly being drained out of him by this car. Right. Another dead zone thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's three. That's the hat trick. Feels good, <laughs> doesn't it? Uh, and there, and Arnie's drinking, and he's like, you want to see something? Check out this alignment. And he, like, takes his hands off the wheel and Dennis goes to grab the wheel, and Arnie's like, no. And and they're just driving down the road, no hands on the wheel, and the car is, like, making turns. and It's, it's, uh, it's, it's like itself. a fight club thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Dennis is just so... He cries. Yeah. He cries. I, I thought that scene was so, so well done. Yeah. Like, he's so fucking scared in that moment. For... For anyone to commit as hard and effectively as they do to this, I can't stress it enough, cartoonish premise yes. for a movie, yeah. it, I, I'm so impressed. I love it. Yeah. I love the whole friggin' movie. <laughs> uh, so we're uh, getting close to the end on time, actually. So we okay. should, uh, let's, let's jump to the... that last scene. Yeah. Um, after a, basically, uh, Lee and Dennis hatch a plot to uh, kill the car with a bulldozer. Right. They both accept... The, the car is a, a, the devil. Right. You know, like, They're both like the car. Has a and what's the only we thing that can it. defeat the devil? A bulldozer. <laughs> yep. Construction equipment. A caterpillar. <laughs> so uh, after a long and arduous battle, um, Arnie's in the car and he, it's not even clear if he's steering the car. Right. I guess he, he's become one with the car. Yeah. He has effectively um, consummated They've become one flesh. They have. If you will. Yeah. Yeah. You see where I'm going? I do. Yeah, you like this shit. <laughs> Go on. Uh, so he drives at Lee, right. uh, who's like in like a little booth kind of right. thing, like office. an office. Yeah. Um, and when the car hits the wall, it throws Arnie through the windshield. Yep. Um, and she thinks he's dead. And he has the weirdest. I love the way he died. Like the way he acted that. Yeah. Um, so he seems dead and then he springs up and goes, ah, and like grabs at her. But then he, uh, he falls over because he's got a giant piece of glass that has penetrated him. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Um, and then the way, the noise he makes when he pulls it out is not a noise of pain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and it's borderline sexual. Yeah. And, that to me is the first bit of symbolism. And the second bit where I know we're on the same page about Yep. as he dies, um, the, the Plymouth, uh, the, was it? I guess it's it, a, it's a, the symbol it's on the, the grill on the grill. Yeah. Uh, the V. Yeah. Uh, he, uh, runs one finger down it yep. to, uh, where the two lines of the V meet. <laughs> Uh, so yes, he does. He dies at third base. <laughs> <laughs> but that's like, yeah. Even if you, right, even if you didn't pick up on him like touching the car like a woman, the whole other movie. Right there, there's like, a, this is, a tight, it's, it's a close up of him running his hand down. Yeah. The whole frame is just this one act. Yeah. So he gets what he wants. Yeah. I think. Like, right for a movie that. Where the first conversation is, we got to get you laid, man. Yep. He gets laid. Oh, man. It's, is this a perfect movie? <laughs> yeah. One perfect movie? I, th- <laughs> I think so. I I feel like I'm it's, worried that people will hear this episode and be like, these guys are fucking clowns. <laughs> they are wrong about how good this movie is. It is not that good. And I'm worried that one of those people would be John Carpenter. No. I 
All right. Well, I have a, I also thought of a segment okay. that we can do. Yeah. Um, and it'll be for the end of the episode. Okay. Oh, I also thought of a thing that we could call our fans that I forgot to say at the beginning. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, I wanted to say, hey, ancient goblins, because <laughs> of the Pet Cemetery song right. that we illegally play at the beginning <laughs> of every episode. Uh, I'm wondering if we should work on that at some point. Uh, nope. Probably not. Nah, almost definitely not. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the segment I want to do is, uh, I don't have a cool name for it. Okay. All right, I do. Oh, okay. All right, well, I'll explain it, and then I'll tell you the name I just thought of. Great. So um, we will say what the IMDb score is, and oh, then... Oh, I was just about to do that, but go on. Yeah? Yeah. We'll call it IMDb. IMDb? Yeah. Okay. Do you get it? No. Like, I am the Internet Movie Dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. IMDb. Yeah, yeah. Got it. Am... I I am DB. I I'm DB. Yeah. I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's such it. a thing. You, are you familiar with the term semantic satiation? <laughs> where you say something so many times it stops meaning anything at all? Yep. We're almost there. <laughs> right. So, all right. The, the IMDB score for this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is, I believe, this is the user review rating. is 6.6 out of 10 stars. Too low. Criminal. Too fucking low. Yeah. I bet, and because these are user ratings, I'm sure there are way worse movies that have higher scores. I bet Secret Window is like an eight and a half. Because dummies are like, this movie uh, rocked my fucking world. (laughs) It's like people who saw Shutter Island and thought that it was supposed to be like an open-ended ending. Because it came out at the same time as Inception. Yeah, Yeah, they're like... Wait, yeah. so how does that movie... I thought it was just so brilliant the way they left it open like that. Uh, like, no, they didn't. They absolutely did not. It is tied up with a bow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, that raises an interesting point. It does. It, it's almost completely unrelated. But I'm thinking of things that stupid people do when they see movies. Okay. And one is uh, when a theater will applaud at the end of a movie. Yeah. Does that irk you? <laughs> does that bother you? It happens so rarely that... But it's never for the right movie. Well, Like, I've never been to a screening of that thing you do, <laughs> director's cut, where everyone applauds at the end. I've, ne- I've never been to one of those screenings, period. We have... The last movie that I saw that people applauded was Creed. Okay, that's kind of... I get that, Creed though. is pretty good. That I That's like a hooting and hollering kind of thing. But, it like, is. when people see something that's, like, a critical darling... Oh, like when I was in a movie theater full of white people and they started clapping at the end of Fruitvale Station. <laughs> I was ugh, douche chills. Yeah. I was cold from douche. Yeah. Yeah. Ugh, I don't like it. Same, same director. Creed. Is it really? Yeah. That's awesome. Same yeah. actor. Same actor. Yeah. Oh, man. We're Fruitvale Station. Connections, yeah. yeah. Fruitvale Station is one of my favorite moments in any movie. I might have talked about it on this show. What? Uh, when he puts his cell phone under his beanie. Oh. To use it like a Bluetooth? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was my favorite move. <laughs> yeah. Was, I found that very inspiring. I found Fruitvale to be an uplifting, inspiring film. Uh, I, I think uh, – do you know how Chick-fil-A is doing their, like, support our boys in blue program? No. Because they're the most backwards company. Yeah. They're, they're, they take – yeah, for a company that just sells fried chicken, they take hard stances on very loaded issues. <laughs> Um, if you'll recall, they Just stick to the chicken. Sandwich. They were publicly opposed to gay marriage, that I do remember, funneling yes. money into like uh, those like reprogramming things for gay Turning teenagers. Gay yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not the snappiest name, <laughs> uh, but they recently they made their employees, and this could be bullshit too because I saw it on Facebook. But right. apparently, uh, they made their employees wear shirts that were just like. Uh, uh, support our boys. Yeah, blue lives matter is the phrase that. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, we're both tugging our collars <laughs> all the way. I stretch my collar out. Um, but yeah, Chick-fil-A's got to stop taking stances on things. It'd be better for chick- chicken sandwich. It'd be uh, better for me because yeah, Chick-fil-A is delicious. I, I would be able to go back to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> I, I have like a very complicated relationship with food in general, but like then when you bring politics into it yeah. and I love Chick-fil-A. Yeah. I went there kind of recently and I felt awful about it. <laughs> That's the thing. You feel guilty. Yeah. Supporting. I had to, I had to uh, kill a cop just to get my karma <laughs> right with the universe. I'm not saying it's okay to kill cops. 
It's not. It's not okay to kill anyone. Remember when I said that it was sad when the bully died? That's like if a cop died. Cops are bullies. <laughs> There's no difference. It's true. Yeah. Uh, I went, yeah. That was like a Smedberg moment. Yeah, you me. just, you just, by the you way, just went listen. off on a rant. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean uh, to go off on a rant here. Jesus Christ, Dennis Miller. <laughs> New rule. Um, They're the same guy, right? Totally the yeah. same guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, they just have different, uh, they apply different makeup <laughs> when he's going to be one guy or the other. Um, but Christine is, it's, it's so great. Good. Yeah. It's solid so eight good. and a half. Yeah. Really easily, easily an eight and a half. There's so much, like you said, there's so much going on. There's so much subtext and, and, and it's it so, doesn't it's like, so, it's a, it looks great cause it's shot by John Carpenter. Yeah. And his movies, they just look good. I feel like, you could like whatever message if you try to take away a moral from this movie it just won't hold up under scrutiny yeah and that to me is the mark of a great movie <laughs> like if if it's not if you don't get the sense that you're trying to be taught something right if it's not being what's the word pedantic i think uh, so is it i think so yeah yeah pedantic yeah. ham-fisted mm-hmm. yeah that's a that's a better term yeah no ham fists in this. Yeah. Just uh, delicate little fingers. Right. And, and just counting hands. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. And I, I it. think our first IMDB was a success. Yeah. Maybe we change the name next time. <laughs> I like that name. No, the name is good. It's good. Yeah. IMDB. IMDB. Great. Uh, um, is there anything else that you want to remark upon? No, I think that's that's pretty much it. Is it yeah. Um, so next... Oh, next episode. Next episode is a – we'll have our first guest for our next episode. Yeah. we Very we, excited. Yeah, we planned a guest. Yes. Uh, yeah. The movie is Children of the Corn. Yes. Uh, uh, it's, I, don't, I don't think it's going to be as good as Christine. <laughs> no, but I, I think it won't be without its charms. Yeah. Um, and our, our guest is actually a very big fan of this movie. He picked it. That's great. Yeah. So uh, his – would you like to know who he is? Should we, should we say it now? We can say it now. That's right? Fine. Yeah, yeah. That's We're fine. not in a position to not say who yeah, it is. I think we need fine. to build up hype in advance. That's yeah. uh it's uh it's my my internet friend Sean Thomason, who's a writer and I believe uh producer now for Rift Tracks. Nice. Yeah. I might be wrong about the producer credit, but I don't think I am. Great. So uh hey Sean. And looking forward to talking to him next week. Yeah. On King, King Me. Me. Did you want to plug anything? Um no, no, I think that I think it's okay if we don't. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, so I'm I'm just excited for Children of the Corn. This some this, corn kids. This whole era of Stephen King. This is like is, is really good. This is what we think of when we think of Stephen King yeah. movies. The, like that. That's how. The final thought. That's how like good. Uh, everybody thought Stephen King was that like they went into production with Christine before the book was even done. Yeah. They George R.R. R. Martin that shit. Yeah, they were like, no, it's, it's solid gold. We're going <laughs> to, uh, it's guaranteed. He's, he's a draw. Yeah. That, that's. And they were right. Really. And this is a well-executed movie and I'm happy that we got to watch it. Yep. Um, sad it's gone. And again, children of the corn next week with Sean Thomason. Be on the lookout. Yeah. King Stephen King. King. I'm the